Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, we're going to explore the healing properties of ametrine, which is a beautiful crystal that combines amethyst with citrine. But before we get started, I'd like to answer a few of our listener questions. And remember, you can submit your own questions anytime at loveandlightschool.com slash ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. Today's question comes from Cindy Whitehead, and Cindy asks, I've heard conflicting information regarding Lemurian crystals. Is there such a crystal? And if so, how does one know for sure? This is a great question, Cindy, because there really is a lot of conflicting information out there. So I'm going to give you the story of the Lemurian crystals as I've been able to piece it together and uncover it through my own research. Lemurian crystals come from a very specific mine and region in Minas Gerais, Brazil. So true Lemurian crystals are thought to only come from this location, or at least the original Lemurian crystals came from this location. You'll see a lot of crystals called Lemurians now from Russia, from Africa, from the United States, from lots and lots of places. And here's the thing, because no one really has any concrete evidence about Lemuria, or exactly where it was located, it's really hard to say if these are or are not Lemurian crystals. My personal belief about Lemuria, and this is going a little bit off topic, but I think it's important to address here, is that it probably was a very real place at one time. Now, I don't know if it's exactly how many of the psychics and channelers and mediums describe it in terms of being super technologically advanced and using crystals to do all kinds of interesting things. Do I think that's possible? Sure, I I think just about anything is possible. Do I think it's likely? I personally don't. I think, in all honesty, it's a little arrogant for us to think that we know 100% exactly what this place may or may not have been like. But I do think that there's a reason that we're drawn to this imagery, that there's a reason that what we now refer to as legend and lore really persists in our mass consciousness beliefs about this area. I do think there's a good reason for this, and I do think that there's a good reason that many people have shared experiences through meditation, past life regression, where they explain or describe Lemuria looking and feeling like a certain thing. Now, that being said, the concrete position or location of Lemuria is something that's hotly debated, even by people who claim to know tons and tons of other information about Lemuria. Some people think that it is near the area of present-day Japan. Other people think that it's in the Caribbean. Other people think that it's closer to Great Britain and Ireland. 
really there is so much controversy over the lost location of Lemuria. And a lot of this information has gotten intertwined with the myth and legend and lore of Atlantis, the lost city of Atlantis. Now, I actually think that what could have happened is Lemuria could have been a real place at some time. It could have been a civilization that abruptly came to an end for some reason. And because of that, what little surviving information we had got distorted over time, almost like a game of telephone. And I even think that perhaps, and of course I'm not sure about this, the legend of Atlantis may have actually come from the older legends of Lemuria. And now our modern day view of those two things has become kind of a little mired, a little bit mixed up. So in terms of where true Lemurian crystals are really from, I can't say for sure. It very well could be that there are Lemurian crystals scattered all over the world. But I do know that what were originally referred to as Lemurian crystals came from this mine in Minas Gerais, Brazil. Now, what's really interesting about these crystals and what makes them so special and unique is that most quartz crystals grow from a host rock or parent rock known as a matrix. This is usually a different kind of mineral where the quartz crystals will actually start or attach and grow away from them so that the points or terminations of the crystal extend away. You can see this when you look at something like a quartz cluster. Now, what's really interesting about the Lemurian crystals specifically is that it was said that when they were discovered, they were all just single points or sometimes rarely maybe a twin or soulmate crystal, something like that, but that they were not attached to a base or substrate of any type. They were all just individual crystals and that they had been piled up deep inside of this underground cave and packed in this pink or red iron rich earth. So there was a lot of iron present staining the earth or soil that packed these crystals together and it actually stained many of those originally found Lemurian crystals a pinkish color and you can still find pink Lemurians available today. Sometimes they're also called apricot Lemurians, strawberry Lemurians. There are all different colors now uh, to describe the different shades or hues of pink that are found on these crystals. But there are also many super gorgeously clear Lemurians. Now, obviously, those wouldn't have been packed in the same pink sand, or if they were, they've been washed off. I've actually had a difficult time finding information about where those clear Lemurians come from. Some sources say that they come from an area very, very nearby, but they weren't part of the original group found in the pink sand. Other people say they come from other nearby mines in the same area of Brazil, but not the exact little pocket where the original pink Lemurian crystals were found. Now, how do you know for sure if you have a Lemurian crystal? Well, this is a very interesting question, Cindy. And really, it comes back to how do we know what a real Lemurian crystal is? We have no way of knowing where Lemuria was or where the Lemurian people may have been. So these crystals, like I said earlier, could very well be scattered all over the world. On the other hand, 
If what you mean is, how do you know if you have one of the original Lemurian crystals? Well, it should definitely come from Brazil because the original Lemurian crystals were found in Brazil. And most Lemurian crystals have a tell. They have a very identifiable feature or characteristic. And that is deep horizontal grooves or striations that go along the body of the crystal. So you don't find these striations typically on the termination or faces of the crystal, but on the sides or body along the length of the crystal, you normally find these deep horizontal striations. So they are perpendicular to the direction of the crystal's growth. And some people refer to these as barcodes, Lemurian barcodes. And it's thought or it's said by many spiritual healers and crystal workers that if you rub your thumb along the grooves of a Lemurian crystal, that you'll be able to tap into or access Akashic wisdom or knowledge from the Lemurian people. Now, I've worked with Lemurian crystals quite a lot. I'm really attracted to them, not so much because of the legend that surrounds them, but I just find them really beautiful and I'm really drawn to their energy. And I've tried this meditation technique And I do think that there's something about it that does create a pretty pronounced shift in consciousness. But in terms of whether or not I've been able to tap into Lemurian energy and information and wisdom, I really can't say for sure. Now, I do want to note here that there are many other quartz crystals that show these grooves or striations, particularly a lot of the quartz crystals from Arkansas will display this but this doesn't necessarily make them a Lemurian. So although these grooves are kind of a telltale feature of a Lemurian crystal, just because you have a crystal with grooves doesn't make it a Lemurian. It should have the grooves, it should come from Brazil, and most Lemurians, although not all, will have a tapered laser wand shape. This means that they're a little bit wider at the base than they are at the termination or point of the crystal. So they actually become more narrow as the crystal moves toward the point. Well, Cindy, I hope that this helps clear up a little bit of the mystery surrounding Lemurian crystals. I wish I had a little bit more information for you than that, but unfortunately, a lot of the answers are we just don't know. And a lot of the information that's out there and available is really just speculation or conjecture. So I hope that you did enjoy that Ask Me Anything segment. And if you have some questions of your own that you'd like me to answer about crystals, spirituality, heart-centered business, anything like that, just let me know what you're curious about right now. And you can do that over at loveandlightschool.com slash ask. Now it's time to dive into our main topic for today, all about the healing properties of ametrine. Now, ametrine is a crystal for knowledge and connection. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I always like to start these healing property segments with a little message from the crystal. And this is usually something that's come through for me during meditation or dream work or healing work with each crystal. And here's the message that comes from ametrine. Allow yourself to be playful, open-minded, and curious as you explore the mineral kingdom on your amazing crystal journey. 
Ametrine is really here to support our work with crystals, help us find a way to integrate our intuition with our confidence, that violet purple from the amethyst stimulating intuition, and that golden of the citrine stimulating confidence to help us be more playful, more open-minded, more curious with our crystal work. Now, ametrine has some qualities that are very specific to it as a crystal. It enhances lucidity and mental clarity, which can really help aid in a lot of decision-making. It also promotes personal strength and inner power. It can enhance knowledge and wisdom. One thing I love about this crystal is it's great for helping to create a connection between yourself and universal source energy. So if you find you've been feeling a little disconnected from spirit, you want to reconnect to that part of yourself, try working with ametrine. Violet and gold are both colors that are known for awakening and opening the crown chakra. And this helps with our connection to universal source. So this makes an excellent crystal if you're wanting to explore your spirituality. Now, ametrine also gets some of its inherent qualities and energies from the two components that make it up, amethyst and citrine. So looking at the properties of amethyst and citrine, we can also tell that ametrine is good for helping with things like protection from negative energies, blocking out any EMFs or electromagnetic frequencies, enhancing our motivation, relieving any causes of insomnia that are energetic, helping to enhance our memory, promoting positive dreams, and aiding in dream interpretation. This is a big one that I found ametrine to be really helpful for. Assisting with emotional balance and emotional release. Receiving and interpreting divine guidance. So if you've really tapped into your intuition, you've connected with spirit, maybe you're doing some divination work using cards or pendulums, or just your own inner guidance and inner knowing. Ametrine can really help you receive and interpret this information just like it does with dream work. It also really helps you become open to your intuition and psychic abilities. I find that it's a really gentle energy. It really helps people who have put up a lot of blocks around their own psychic gifts or intuition. So if that's something that you struggle with and you know that you're kind of your own worst enemy when it comes to that work, then try working with some ametrine to clear out those blocks and let you really tap into your intuition in a way that feels really safe and comfortable. Because of this connection with intuition and connection with spirituality, it's also a great stone for enhancing meditation. Now, you may not think this about ametrine, but I found it's also really useful for enhancing creativity. Just like it clears blocks to our intuition, if you feel a little bit stuck in your creative process, holding an ametrine for about 15 minutes and kind of clearing your mind and resetting can really help remove any of those blocks to creativity and get you back on the path toward creation. Whether it's painting, writing, poetry, dance, music, anything that needs your creative energy, ametrine can be a great assistance. Now, because of the citrine quality in ametrine, it's a great crystal for manifestation, manifesting abundance. Now, this can, of course, be in terms of wealth and prosperity, but I really like to think about it in terms of how it blends with amethyst, amethyst being a stone of spirituality. 
So I find that ametrine really helps you manifest or cultivate your spirituality. And this is one of the things that I love most about it. And I find that when we can reconnect to this part of ourselves, it creates more happiness and joy in our lives. It creates more confidence and self-esteem and more positivity. And finally, I've worked with ametrine to help overcome my fears. I used to have a fear of public speaking, believe it or not. It wasn't a debilitating fear, but it was something I definitely struggled with. And obviously with the work that I do, I really needed to work on that. And ametrine was very helpful for me. Now you can work with this crystal at the solar plexus chakra because of that beautiful golden yellow of the citrine or at the third eye chakra because of that gorgeous violet of the amethyst or the crown chakra because of the gold or violet colors. This is a great crystal to work with the astrological signs of Aquarius, Leo, and Virgo. It's related to the elements of air and fire and its companion flower is the purple crocus. Think about those beautiful spring blossoms, their connection to renewal, starting fresh, starting over, reconnecting with the energies of the earth and of spirit. The companion essential oil for ametrine is lavender, and the companion stone is the soft minty green prenite. This crystal commonly comes from Bolivia, so it's sometimes also known as Bolivianite, but it can also be found in Brazil. And in the past, it's also been called Tristine Amethyst Citrine or Citrine Amethyst. Now, the staff at my new age shop, Mimosa Books and Gifts, usually has a little bit of extra information to share about our crystals. And they explain that ametrine, as I mentioned, is a naturally occurring combination of amethyst and citrine. Both minerals actually have the same chemical composition, but when they're exposed to heat, purple amethyst actually transforms into golden citrine. And so in the case of ametrine, that transformation was only partially finished, creating a beautiful golden to violet range of color, uniquely combined in each individual piece. And this combination is what makes it a really interesting crystal metaphysically, connecting the solar plexus with the higher chakras, connecting the physical and mental planes. In fact, it's a wonderful crystal for communication, especially when connecting with the spiritual realm. And most pieces on the market, even though this should be a natural combination, have been heat treated. They are heat treated amethyst to bring out those little spots of citrine. And in fact, naturally occurring ametrine is rather uncommon. It was actually unknown in Europe until the Spanish brought it back from South America to the Queen of Spain, which is pretty interesting. Now, there's actually a legend that goes along with the origin story of Ametrine, explaining that the Ametrine mine was actually a wedding gift to a soldier who was marrying the daughter of the chief of the Ioreo tribe. But soon, it was time for the soldier, Don Felipe, to go back to Spain. His bride, Anahi, was torn between her husband and her tribe, but in the end decided to go back to Spain with Don Felipe. The tribe didn't want to lose her, though, and some of them conspired to kill Don Felipe. Anahi warned her husband of the plot just in time to save him, but was herself accidentally injured in the attack. As she lay dying, she gave Don Felipe a piece of ametrine, telling him that the two colors represented her divided loyalty. 
he took some of the precious stone back to Spain along with his broken heart, and there's still an Anahi mine named after the young woman in Bolivia where the stone comes from. Now, I also wanted to share one great way to work with Amatrine. If there's someone on the other side that you want to communicate with, someone who's passed away, you can actually work with Amatrine to help make that connection with them. Find some small thing that belonged to them or a photograph of them, or if that's not possible, just write their name on a little piece of paper. Place the Amatrine on top of this item and cover it with both your hands, hovering your hands above the stone. And bring your attention, bring your mental focus to the person that you want to communicate with. And you may just feel a message come through from them. Or you might feel called to deliver a message from them. This technique also works with connecting with animals, spirit guides, and other types of energy beings. So if there's not anyone on the other side that you want to connect with, and instead you really want to focus on animal communication or connecting with your own spirit guides or angels, this is a great technique to try. I hope that you found a lot of value in today's show. And if you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, of course, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. And I just wanted to take a moment to share a review left by I'm Mitch 92. I'm Mitch says, I resurrected my iTunes account to write this. I love this podcast that much. I've been listening to this podcast for a while now. And every time I hear you ask for us to send a review, my heart always drops because I haven't had an iTunes for years and therefore I couldn't rate the podcast. So here we are one year of listening to you and your wonderful heartfelt guidance later. This is such a beautiful and informative, non-pushy place to learn and laugh and listen to one's inner guidance. Thank you for all you do and the amazing gifts you share. I'm currently doing the Crystal Immersion Challenge, which we did a few weeks ago, and cannot wait to see what comes next in my crystal journey. Maybe I'll feng shui my apartment, McKenna. McKenna, thank you so much for actually (laughs) resurrecting your iTunes account just to leave that review. It really means a lot, and it was so beautifully worded, so thank you so much for that. If you decide to take just a minute to leave me a review of your own, I'll give you my Crystal Chakra Healing Step-by-Step class as a free gift. Once you've posted your review, just take a quick screenshot of it and send it to me at support at loveandlighthealingschool.com and we'll get your class set up and reply back with details about how you can get started with our free chakra healing class. And of course, while you're there at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes, you can subscribe through that link as well so you never miss a future episode. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com.